Every second is important for saving lives. Every second. Some people, we, we are hearing their voices right now. We, can, we cannot reach them. Amar Salmu is among those searching for survivors of Monday's devastating earthquake in southeastern Turkey and northern Syria. He is in Syria, near the Turkish border. He's one of the White Helmets, a group of volunteer first responders that operates there. And he says what they need most right now in order to rescue more people is heavy machinery. We have a number of heavy vehicles, but it's not enough to deal with around 200 buildings on the ground. It's so, it's so much. You need uh, heavy vehicles to, uh, to raise the rubble, to, uh, to remove the rubble. The destruction is widespread on both sides of the border. At least 7,000 people are dead in both Syria and Turkey, and some 20,000 more are injured. NPR's Ruth Sherlock traveled to one of the worst-hit Turkish cities, Antakya. It's a city of around 400,000 people close to the border with Syria. On the way, we passed this huge fire at the port in a coast city. And then around 20 miles out of Antakya, we started seeing this constant stream of ambulances, you know, sirens wailing, speeding out of town. At one building, Ruth meets with Erin O'Brien, a freelance journalist who works for The Economist. And together, they speak with Hamide Mansurulu. She is a woman in her 70s. And she told Ruth and Erin that her son, Sadat, is trapped inside the building, which used to be seven stories tall. It's now half collapsed on its side. Mansurulu watches intently as a digger chips away at the debris. Every time the bulldozer gets close to where her son is, she winces in pain, watching and like begging them to go gently, go carefully. But the reality is that to try to reach him, they have to remove this thick layer of concrete, but in doing that, they might well crush him. What are you doing? She shouts, hands to her head. A rescue worker who didn't want to give his name is looking for the boy. He is not sure if this guy's alive. He, uh, He thinks he heard a sound, but he can't be sure. Eventually, they do find Sadat, but it's too late. Rescuers wrap his body in a blanket and bring him to his mother so she can say goodbye. This is the kind of tragic and devastating scene that is playing out all through the region. Consider this. Right now in Syria and Turkey, it's a race to find survivors, even as aftershocks, freezing temperatures, and the widespread damage make that task incredibly difficult. From NPR, I'm Elsa Chang. It's Tuesday, February 7th. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. It's Consider This from NPR. Another area devastated by Monday's earthquake is Hatay. Hatay is the southernmost uh, province of Turkey. It's on the border uh, with Syria. Uh, And it's a a very diverse city. In fact, I think it's one of the most diverse cities in the country. 
Gonol Tol is in Hatay currently. She is normally based in Washington, where she is the director of the Turkey program at the Middle East Institute. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us during this incredibly difficult time. Thanks for having me. I first just want to ask you, are you okay? Where were you when the earthquake hit? I was a few hours from Hatay, and I was in Mersin with my family, with my sister and her four-year-old daughter, uh, where we also felt the earthquake. It was it hit pretty uh, strongly in, uh, in Mersin as well. And how is your family in the region doing at the moment? Um, unfortunately, we lost relatives um, who were um, trapped uh, oh under God. the rubbles. Um, so we waited for hours. Um, we we lost many of them. I'm so, so sorry. Thank you. Can you just describe for us right now what it looks like where you are when you step out and you go outside? Can you just paint me a picture? It looks like a war zone. Um, There are rubbles everywhere. Almost um, every other building collapsed. People crying. There are dead bodies on the streets, um, people screaming for help. It's, uh, it's a tragedy, really. And the city that I've known and loved for, for many years is, is not there anymore. Well, what kind of response are you seeing so far from authorities on the ground, either local authorities, national authorities? Well, well, nothing. Um, I was um, Turkey was hit by another very powerful earthquake in 1999, and I was there at the time. I was a student um, in college, um, and that was in northwestern uh, Turkey. It was equally devastating. Uh, and at the time, uh, newspapers that are now uh, pro-government uh, criticized the state agency's uh, slow response, uh, its um, their inefficiency in delivering aid and not uh, being responsive to the needs of people. Um, and the ruling AKP came to power after that uh, that tragedy in 2002, and um, President Erdogan's AKP uh, came to power basically promising a more efficient government a government that was in uh, tune with the demands and, and needs of the people. Um, and he also legitimized um, switching the country's parliamentary system to an all-powerful presidential system without any checks and balances by saying uh, this would make uh, responding to crises and solving countries' problems faster. Unfortunately, that was not what I saw in Hatay yesterday. Hmm. Well, speaking of President Erdogan, he has declared a three-month state of emergency in the country. What do you make of that declaration, given the amount, the extent of damage that you are personally seeing right now? Well, I don't think that response is going to solve the problems. He's under a lot of criticism right now because from what I saw in Hatay, there were no government agencies. There were no civil society organizations, no rescue workers on the ground. Basically, people were trying to dig out loved ones trapped under the rubble with with bare hands. And I think that's the most striking picture of Erdogan's new Turkey, where institutions are not there anymore. Uh, He destroyed institutions and he did not put um, anything in their place. And I think that was the, the picture that I saw. And that was the picture thousands of victims saw on the first uh, day of this tragedy. If you could speak directly 
to the president right now, President Erdogan, tell me what you would say. I'm angry. I'm angry um, that people died. I'm angry that uh, there were no state agencies there. I'm angry that people were people were left alone. Um, and uh, earthquakes happen. But I think um, those people did not have to die if uh, Erdogan and his government had done more. Gonul Tol is the director of the Turkey program at the Middle East Institute. She was speaking to us from Hatay province, one of the area's hardest hit in Turkey. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us, Gonul. And again, I am so deeply sorry for your loss. Thanks for having me. It's Consider This from NPR. I'm Elsa Chang.